Welcome to Rama for Today. Folks are always asking me why they don't get healed. They're asking me, you know, why this happens and that happens and the other happens. If you listen carefully now, you'll know why it happened because you, you let it happen. You didn't exercise your authority. Now, when we're, when we're baby Christians, we can carry one another for a while on our faith and prayers. Just like in the natural, somebody's got to carry a baby and clothe it and feed it. But the time comes that God intended, see, because he said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. God intended that you should outgrow that babyhood stage, and he won't let anybody carry you after a while. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his classic teaching, The Believer's Authority. So many people have faith in the devil's power. Let's have faith in God's power. What the devil can do instead of faith in what God can do. Now notice he said, you resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Who's he going to flee from? You. 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 That's who he's going to flee from. Hallelujah. Well, I knew then when I looked up that in the dictionary and found in that big dictionary about a foot and a foot and a half thick, that expression to flee from means to run from is in terror. I knew then why that demon seemed to be so scared. Now, Jesus gave me another scripture. See, Matthew 28, 18 first, and then Mark connection with it. 15th chapter, 16th verse, right on through the chapter. And then James 4, 7. And then the third scripture Jesus gave me was Peter, 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, uh, sometimes that's as far as people read. Oh, the devil's after me. Your adversary, adversary means your opponent, one who is arrayed against you, your enemy, that's Satan, as a roaring lion. He didn't say he was one. He said as one. Walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, like I said, that's as far as some people read. They said, oh, the devil's after me. They ask us to pray for them. The devil's after me. Pray that he won't get me. Well, the real truth about it is he's already got you. Amen, he's already got you. Tell the truth about it. Now, you can turn in prayer requests, and don't you misunderstand me. We're not belittling prayer. We believe in prayer. You can turn in prayer requests, and you can get 999,000 preachers and half of their wives to pray, and every radio preacher and every television preacher, but in the final analysis, until you do something about it, nothing's going to be done. Because there's some things you have to do for yourself. Amen. We might as well face up to it. We have something to do about it. Now, what did he say? Here's the picture. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, these are Christians that he's wanting to devour. It's not sinners. He's already got them. Amen. Isn't that right? Peter's writing to the church. Now, what are you going to do about him? 
Are you just going to say, well, we are whipped, you know, nothing we can do about it. Devil's so powerful. He's taking everything over. I guess I'm next. No, no, that's not what you're going to do. What are you going to do? Just sort of roll over and play dead? Maybe he'll go away. Hide your face or stick your head in the sand. Maybe it'll go away. No, no, no. Read the next verse. It'll tell you exactly what to do and tells you to do it. Whom resist? Steadfast in the faith. I like another translation which said, Whom resist steadfast in your faith. See, that's the way you resist him. Steadfast in your faith. What do you mean your faith? That is you resist him steadfast in your faith because you believe what the Bible said about him and what the Bible says about you. You believe that Jesus defeated him in his death, burial, resurrection. You believe that Jesus authorized you to stand against him. You resist him steadfast in your faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished. Afflictions there doesn't mean sickness, it means test or trial. Same tests, same trials are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, as I said, whom resist steadfast in your faith instead of the faith. Now here Jesus said something to me in this vision that's very apropos to us. He said, uh, Peter did not write this letter to the church. Here's what Jesus said to him. And say, now word has just come to me that God is using our beloved brother Paul in a real unusual way in the claws and handkerchiefs that he laid hands on or carried under the sick and the diseases depart from them and the evil spirits go out of them. So if you want to get rid of evil spirits, I suggest you write to Paul. That's what Jesus said to me. I came as a real shocker to me way back there in 1952. No. No, he didn't say get anybody to do it. The Spirit of God through the Peter said, you do something about the devil. Why? Because you've got authority. You couldn't do it if you didn't have the authority. But you have the authority to do it. You have the authority to do it. Every believer has the same authority that Paul had in Christ Jesus. Folks are always asking me why they don't get healed. They're asking me, you know, why this happens and that happens and the other happens. If you listen carefully now, you'll know why it happened because you, you let it happen. You didn't exercise your authority. Now, when we're, when we're baby Christians, we can carry one another for a while on our faith and prayers. Just like in the natural, somebody's got to carry a baby and clothe it and feed it. But the time comes that God intended, see, because he said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. God intended that you should outgrow that babyhood stage and he won't let anybody carry you after a while. And you'll have to be on your own. So that's why that we teach people, praise God to, to what belongs to them. And we must teach people what belongs to them. Can you say amen? amen. We must teach them what belongs to them. Let's look at it again real carefully here for a moment. Your adversary, yes, we do have an adversary. We do have an opponent. We do have an enemy, the devil. As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith or steadfast in your faith. You can do something about it. See, both Jesus, James, and Peter tells us to do something about the devil. 
Well, there's three references. Now, what about the fourth one? All right, what did Paul say? You have your Bible there, turn to Ephesians 4.27, and let's see what Paul said. We'll find out what Paul said. Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. Now, what does that mean? That means don't give the devil any place in you. Now, what does that mean? That means the devil can't take any place in you unless you let him. That means it's up to you then whether the devil has any place in your life or not. It's not up to me. It's not up to your pastor. It's up to you. Neither give place to the devil. Don't you give the devil any place in you. If you give place to the devil, then there's nothing Jesus can do because you have the authority and you've given the devil permission. Are you listening? I know this is a little deeper than what a lot of folks have gone, but listen, it's the word of God. You'll understand why things have happened. And why nothing's been done about it is because you haven't done anything about it. Unless you do something, Jesus still can't do anything about it. You see, Jesus said to me in that visit, he said, you see, I've done all I'm going to do about the devil. Heaven's not going to do anything else about the devil till the time comes that the angel's going to come down from heaven, bind him, put him in the pit for a while, you know. Already Jesus has arisen victorious over him. Hallelujah. Now it's up to us to exercise that authority that he's given to us. Let's believe that. Let's feed on it till it becomes a part of our inner conscience. Don't just go out and try to do it without feeding on it. Study it until you know it on the inside of you, in your spirit, just like you know two plus two is four in your head, and then you've got it made. Now, notice here in this verse, this will help you. Colossians 1.13 then takes on new meaning to us. Colossians 1.13 takes on new meaning to us. Who hath delivered us? Here Paul, through the Spirit of God, is writing to the church at Colossae, talking about our salvation, our deliverance. Who hath delivered us? The Amplified says the Father. See, it's God the Father that planned this plan of redemption, sent the Lord Jesus Christ to consummate it. Colossians 1.13. Who hath delivered us? What did he deliver us from? From the power of darkness. Again, many translations will read who has delivered us from the authority of darkness. And this Greek word translated power here is the same one that is translated authority elsewhere in the New Testament. And that is a correct rendering. He hath delivered us, not going to, he hath delivered us from the authority of darkness. Now darkness is Satan and Satan's kingdom. You know that, don't you? But blessed be God, I'm delivered from the authority of darkness. Amplified translation says the Father has taken us out from under the control and the dominion of darkness. Oh, thank God, I like that. That's exactly what he's saying here. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We're not in Satan's family anymore. We're not in Satan's kingdom anymore. Satan is not our Lord. Satan is not our head. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my head. I am not under the control of Satan. Satan cannot control me anymore. Satan cannot dominate me anymore because it plainly said that the Father has delivered us from the power or authority of darkness. Or as the Amplified said, the Father, how did he do it in his plan of redemption that he sent Jesus to consummate, has taken us out from under the dominion and the control of darkness. That's the devil in all his kingdom. And he's translated us. 
Translate means to take out of one and put into the other. Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Praise God, or the son of his love, one translation said. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth W. Hagan's four-CD set, How to Be an Overcomer. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled The Art of Prayer. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're going to be in Florida, a Living Faith Conference there in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. That's January the 21st. Sunday the, night. Yes, through the 23rd, Champion Life. That's at Pastors Roddy and Daniel Schaefer's church. Uh, you can go to rhema.org and find out all the information. And then we're dropping over to St. Augustine, Florida on January 24th through 26th. That's mm -hmm. Wednesday night through Friday night at Anchor Faith Church. Pastors Earl and Marcy Glisson. And we invite you to come and be with us. Yes. Even if you, even if you're up in the up in the North Country, come on down to Florida for a few days and enjoy, not only enjoy the weather there, yes. but enjoy basking in the presence of the Lord as we That's have right. all of these services. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching from the Rama Archives. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.